Red Motivators. Shit, yes. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 258 of the Bad Motivators. I am Eric Strahlers, and with me, as always, are my two excellent co-hosts, one Mr. Luke Cruiser. Hey there. And one Mr. Dallas Wood. And if you want beef, then bring the ruckus. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. There he is. What up? There he is. What up, he says at the end, like he just fucking dropped the microphone. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> that was a solid delivery of a classic Wu-Tang line. I mean, it was a it was a solid delivery. Cappadonna deli- would be proud. Come on. It was man. a it was a solid delivery from you. Yes. For me, yeah. it was like Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, traffic, traffic, music. looking for my chapstick, feeling kind of car sick. There's a Ford Maverick. Oh, yes. That's a, That's a million dollar that rhyme right there. That is a million dollar rhyme. So, anyhow, you sound like J Rock from Trailer to Park Boys a little bit there. Welcome though. to Thoughts for Your Thoughts <laughs> with Derry He's Myrtles. been wanting to do this all night. <laughs> so, yeah, we're in the middle of another Parks and Rec watch through. What do you go? What do you figure? Um, uh, what are you going to do? So, can't be well, I should make Little Spashin' Song into a rap. <laughs> No, don't you dare. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's why I said it, just so you'd say that. <laughs> I was on Star Wars Underworld this past week. You were. And it was fantastic. I really right enjoy on. those dudes. And I got to tell you, I have a special place in my heart for Ben Hart with no E. Pardon the pun. I didn't even mean to go there. He good people, man. Dude, I just, and you know what else? His parents are an absolute delight. An absolute delight. Only because he didn't live with them. I think he does. <laughs> oh, I man. think he does. Oh, man. <laughs> I live Boy. with mine too, though. And it's like, I want to move out. But anyway. <laughs> Don't you feel like a jerk? Uh, <laughs> we have some light Star Wars news. This is, we're not big on spoilers up in here, or at least I'm not. And I get to decide on what we do. <laughs> Apparently so, he does. So, yeah. yeah. Well, hey, you you do well. For the record, that spoiler is like, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being a big-time spoiler, it's like a 2. Uh, I give it more of a 5. I'll split the difference. 3. No, no, no. No, no, no buys. 5. 3.5. So, anyhow, real quick, we're, I'm just going to hit on that. All right, 4. I'm all in. And then we're going to talk about episode 4, The Gathering Storm of the Book of Boba Fett. But N- Not the best title chapter, but it is a cool episode. I thought it was a good chapter oh, title, dude. but okay. So real quick, uh, this all comes from bespinbulletin.com, the best source for news on Bespin. The right. Bespin Herald is trash. Oh. <laughs> so Bespin Bulletin is the oh, way to go. Bespin star, get out of here. Yeah. And then you've got the Bespin informant, who I think <laughs> is more of like on inquirer level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were out there saying that IG-88 was really IG, whatever the other IG was in the man. <laughs> I forgot his name. Goddamn it. It's the falling joke. apart, Dallas. Ruin the joke because I could dying. not, I could not remember goddamn Taika Waititi's fucking droid name. It's dying faster than that Sarlacc pit in the last it episode died. of Boba Fett. <laughs> so, oh, man. You want to know how to kill a Sarlacc, right? <laughs> 
Shove the biggest gun possible right down its throat. No, <laughs> it was not the gun. I know. I know. We'll get but there it's anyway. It. Let's let's not spoil it. Let's, let's <laughs> not so, spoil it. He says. So, <laughs> all right, settle down. Anyway, the Bad Batch. This is from the Star Wars Insider, and if you subscribe to the Star Wars Insider, you got ripped off. But. Uh, <laughs> You know, there for a while I was buying them just because, hey, it's Star Wars and cool pictures and whatnot. It's no Nintendo power, I'll tell you that. But when you open one of those, sometimes the image... Oh, wait, I didn't do Who Got What yet. Sometimes I was thinking where we... Images in that are not particularly clear. And I don't know if it's their source or if it's the (laughs) printing. But anyhow. Yeah, you know what? Before I completely wreck this, let's... Let's do this joint right here. Oh, yeah. So. I'm going first. Go on. Oh. I got a 49ers in the in the NFC oh. Championship, oh, and they don't have any business being there, and they're going to fucking wreck the league this year. So anyway, I'm done. Go ahead. <laughs> He slipped it in on you. Slipped it right in on you. He stole the pole get, position. He stole get, the pole position, shit. then he shit on the finish line. That's what he did right there. <laughs> I shit in the trophy after you sprayed me with champagne. Well, that's the sports talk for this episode. That's all you get. <laughs> hey, Eric, real quick. Just indulge me for two seconds. This was the best weekend of NFL playoff football in the last 12 years. I agree. You, you can't good. argue that. That Bills fucking Chiefs game was is legendary. We're going to talk about that game for 10 years. Yeah. yeah. So so sorry, we're I'm done, Eric. I just it, it was that big a deal. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a really big, big weekend in football for sure. I'm whatever. Anyhow, <laughs> Cruiser, what'd you get, man? Tell me something good. Uh, well, um, I didn't really get uh, anything. I, I have been, I have been still been noodling around on the base and asking Eric for a couple pointers here and there. Um, I'm surprisingly helpful in that department. Yeah. Why yeah. is that? <laughs> I just usually like. I just like try try to figure out which time zone is best and what time I'm up and like whether I'm, t- whether I'm texting Eric or I'm texting Frouche. That's, 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 how, that's how it usually goes with my guitar questions. Um, but uh, I've been, I've been messing around with some stuff and getting into that, but uh, on a, so anyway, I want to say real quick, my reason why I'm bringing this up. So my daughter, my little daughter, Lily had COVID and she was fine. She never had any major symptoms. And, and but for some reason, the reason why I'm bringing it up is like the the rest of us in the house. Like I like I made a tweet earlier that like it's almost like as if as if like the virus is a tornado to where it'll like affect some people greatly and some people like not at all. Like in like, like like within that within a house like that. Because I don't know if you ever had a three year old be sick, um, but they're not really observing any kind of distance rules, uh, whatever they feel that way. So don't understand distance. No, no. And they'll sneeze right in your mouth, which has happened to both me and my wife since my daughter has been sick. And but here we are, we're doing just fine. I want to know, man, because the same thing happened to you too, Eric. Right? That's why I bring it up because because uh, Henry had it, but the rest of you were fine. Correct. Yeah. I. But then, but then, like my my friend Corey that I play Xbox with. He he just got he's still kind of recovering from it, and his entire household got it. 
Like, so I just, I just, I just wonder if there's going to be any real data on like the, tr- like, like the transfer percentage within a household. You know what I mean? Within, within cl- close, pro- like the closest proximity, like how major is that? And then how, and then, and then how does that turn out to how many people are asymptomatic and they're just spreading it everywhere? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Well, and, and how many people have, something in their metabolic makeup from their genetics that their children don't even have. Because like when you get a a DNA test, your siblings could have a greater percentage of an ethnicity than you could. Yeah. So it might be down to the anabolic genetic level. I guess. Because that's really the most logical explanation. It's just genetics. Yeah. Exactly. If you think about Natural resilience to something. Yeah. You think about Arkham's razor, the simplest answer is the best answer. But I mean, mean, but like, but even, even Lily who, who who was double confirmed to have it because she had, she got the long one that were, you know, it was like the standard, like, I guess government one where it takes like, like, uh, at least three or four days to get your results just because of how backed up they are and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they have ones where, but, but that's the free one. Right. And then, so she, so she, she, we did that one immediately. And then she, then results were not coming fast enough for us to figure out when she'd be able to go back to like wherever. And, and so she, Rachel paid to have one done that was official, but overnight. So she had to pay for it. And then yeah, she had, and then, and then the other one came in a day after she got the results for the one she paid for. But yeah, so double positive, but, I, but she's fine. And I just, I don't know, Eric. I mean, did you feel mystified whenever, whenever Henry was sick and none of the rest of you were? Well, Amanda and I had both been all vaxxed up Yeah. by that point. Like, we had gotten our original two shots plus a booster. And yeah. so, no, I, I fully expected that we'd be mostly okay. Now, Stella, she had only gotten her first shot. But... Uh, you know, if she ever did have COVID, she was completely asymptomatic and she tested negative at the end of the quarantine week. Whereas Henry tested positive again. I remember me talking about that, but they said that's totally normal. They said he'll probably test positive for like two months after that, if he had to get tested again. But I'm sorry. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll shut it off. I just, I just, I would, I just been baffled that you and I went through the exact same scenario, you know, because when everything like this happened, you always hear about the worst case all the time. And so I, it's, 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 it's interesting knowing like what, where the, where like the, the middle ground is or the normal occurrences, you know, like try and just try just to try to gauge the gravity of everything. Like we were talking pre-show, my cousin who works for me, she had an oopsie baby who's five. Yeah. He got COVID in December. Two weeks later, he tests negative. Then two weeks later, he gets symptoms again, and he tests positive for COVID again. But yeah. he's not vaccinated because they haven't gotten down in our state to kids under six years old yet. Mm. So it's just like – and she had it but had no symptoms. She just couldn't taste. Mm. Well, but she was, she was boosted. That was the only symptom, and it was like three days she couldn't taste. Yeah, I don't know. So well, I, I guess the 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 moral of the lesson is if if it's available and possible, get boosted. Oh yeah, I'm not I'm not, I'm not advocating for not getting self vaccinated. I'm definitely vaccinated and getting boosted, and my kids are getting vaccinated. Well, that's probably why I didn't get it because only thirty percent of people are getting Omicron who are boosted. Well, I'm not boosted. Oh, you're not. But even vaccinated, I think it's like in the 30s. Yeah. 
30% range, somewhere okay. in there. Um, so. I'll, I'll get off. The, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Eric. What did you get this, this week? Yeah, yeah let's get back on track here. Well, I did not get any Star Wars stuff, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But right. what I did get was a 25 dB preamp for my <laughs> new mic. It's called the Cloud Lifter. CL1, and it's just this little inline thing powered by Phantom Power for the nerds out there who know what I'm talking Uh about. Uh And it's 25 decibels of just clean, quiet gain. And man, oh man, it really makes a difference. Very, very pleased with it. Now, I do have one sad thing to report regarding this, is I ordered it from Sweetwater Dot com, one of my favorite music retailers, because their customer service is second to none. Mm-hmm. That you have an account rep that is the same person every time. Oh, that's pretty rad. And yeah. they'll call and see, hey, how's your purchase working out for you? And if you need help with something, like, hey, I'm trying to figure out how to use this software. They're like, oh, hang on. And they'll make recommendations for gear based on what you have already. But one of the cool things is, They always have candy in the box when you get the thing. (laughs) And they put the candy in a bag, and then the bag is like heat sealed. Uh Uh-huh. And they always have atomic fireballs. And that's one (gasps) of the reasons I went to Sweetwater for this thing, because there was no margin in it. I asked them if they could work me a deal, because they will. And I can get it cheaper than any other retailer. But they're like, there's just no room built into the cost of this thing. This is what it costs. I get the They box. sound like Europarts.com because they send candy too. That's awesome, bro. I couldn't wait. I open the box and there's no candy inside. <gasps> no. Especially Atomic Fireballs. Those are top three for me. And I get an email from my rep. And he's like, hey, I'm sorry I was gone whenever you uh, emailed about the order. He had been sick. And I said, you know, man, Ryan, Ryan Wiltermood. <laughs> Sweetwater.com. <laughs> I'm really pleased with my CL1, but there was no candy in the box. And uh, I was really looking forward to those atomic fireballs. So he says he's going to rectify that. Uh-huh. And what I'm hoping is that knowing Sweetwater, I'll end up getting a case of the things. Dude, they'll send you, they'll send you a Costco, whatever that is, <laughs> oh my of, of atomic fireballs. It's my dream. Here's my dream. I win the lottery. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I win the lottery and I can just play video games all day and night because uh-huh. there's no Hawes and I, Hawes Burkhart from the Blue Harvest and uh, High Potion podcast. We're talking about this. It's like I'll never make it through my backlog of games. Uh-huh. I bought so many used physical titles at uh, GameStop when they were having all these sales. I have never played. 90% of them. <laughs> oh, you, you're doing your Star Wars collecting in video games now. Okay, yeah, basically. I got you. I, got you. I, I know Eric Strothers well enough after six years. Yeah. So, but but anyway, I win the lottery so that I can sit around and play video games all day. And I swear I would not just play Red Dead all day. Anyway. I would. <laughs> which that actually reminds me of something funny. But I that and I would have so many atomic fireballs that my mouth would hurt. Would like, you like... Would you like would you like Scrooge McDuckett and get like a, a huge like I warehouse would. bin full of I would 
and just <laughs> bang, swim bang, through bang, them. Of this, just oh coming out the gosh. spit out of your mouth. <laughs> dude, just like, gonna eat these atomic fireballs. But like, you're so rich that you can like afford to have them all like unwrapped in there. Oh no, I wouldn't want that. No, no, they have to be wrapped. That would hurt. I don't want my sweat on my own fireballs. It would like get into your eyes and get. That's exactly it. You'd come out. You would. You're like. You're like. I have become cinnamon. Like you're. I'm. I'm not an in shape man. And if I was swimming in a Scrooge McDuck coin equivalent of atomic fireballs unwrapped, I'm also hairy. I guarantee those would be stuck to my chest hair. Yeah. I mean, all after the way sweating from your, because your, I'm not all the way shape. from your chest pubes to your ball, bro. Yes. All I'm hearing, all I'm, all I'm hearing is that you guys are fake atomic fireball fans because if you were really all about that atomic life. You'd want it all over. You want to feel Luke, all that burn. You want Luke, to feel the pain of ripping them out of your chest hair. I wouldn't you want, want and, one to and the burning of your scrotum from yes, the actual yes. surface burning yes. of the cinnamon. I, be, would, be, 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 I, I imagine. Want, I imagine it's very equivalent to icy hot. Yes. I wouldn't want one to accidentally like touch my bee hole, man. <laughs> oh, I think that'd be oh, no man, good. Be a, the spicy bee hole is the uh, worst when it's dude. not your own. Oh come on. <laughs> so anyhow. Because there's nothing to do about it if it just happens to you. But if you swim in fireballs, I didn't even think about that. You can that was, get, I mean, get that sweaty. was, or like, or like, or like, what if one gets like internalized about that? Just if your sack <laughs> got sweaty and one stuck to your sack, that would be enough. It would get caught in that little spot, like between your leg, <laughs> the gooch, <laughs> the gooch, right up against the taint underneath the sack. <laughs> So this is a Star Wars podcast. Yeah. So anyway, what I was going to tell you, what it reminded me of is I was playing Hitman the other day and Henry comes yeah. down and he's sitting here for a minute and he's watching. He goes, how come you're not playing Red Dead? <laughs> Man. Everybody he was there knows. for the Red Dead. He was not there for the Hitman. Yeah. Dude, Hitman is such a good game. Anyhow, it's a great game. Anyhow. It's on Game Pass now. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. So, thank God I bought every last piece of it. <laughs> yeah, that's no, so when I when I saw that I had access to all three campaigns, I was like, "Oh, but Eric's gonna be happy about Hitman this. One, Two, and Three. Yeah. <laughs> Did it? Is, does it have the expansions with all the escalations and all that? Um, it does for um Hitman Three, okay. I believe, because I wouldn't know how to tell since I own it. Weather. Because 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 it because it tells you because like whenever you download it on Game Pass it downloads like eight or nine packs with it. Yeah yeah yeah. Wow, I should have known when it was on sale. That's usually how you can tell what games are going to be on Game Pass soon. If you go and look <laughs> at like uh, if you have uh, Xbox, uh, what is it Xbox Live Unlimited? Is that what it's called? Xbox Live Gold, or Game Pass Ultimate. That's what it's called. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, Game Pass <laughs> Ultimate. That's what that's what it's called. So if you see your games with gold and see what's on sale, or it's, yeah. it, it, that's what how or the weekly deals, mm-hmm. that's how you know what's getting ready to go on Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm I'm wondering if that if that Guardians of the Galaxy game is going to go on there because I, I don't think it's a very popular game, but it was a very fun game. So, dude, I but bought it that like, and have never started it. Dude, it's so fun. It just is. It's just a it's just a fun game to play. It's it's 
it's reasonably difficult and you can make it harder, you know, but like, it's just, it's a fun game. And I, and I did the same thing. Cause I, I bought, um, I bought recently, I bought a uh, cyberpunk, um, because I wanted to, cause it was on like, it's like 30 bucks, I think 25 bucks. And, and they made a lot of updates that a lot of updates to it and stuff and made, made the game like a playable game. And I've played it a little bit and it's fun. I just like, I got I just get a hard time, a hard time, like getting out of my comfort zone of games, ones that I'm, that I know I'm very proficient with and I could I'm annihilate most, you, most people with. Like, I All mean, right, there's I, a few games that I've put in like time into, like, like competitively, like online and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so it's like when you take time away from that, like you feel like the next time you play, you're not as good. <laughs> oh, kind of like when Tracy. Join me for some Red Dead last week. Like last week, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. neither he nor Strut have been playing any Red Dead with me. And it makes Fucking me real Strut. sad. But anyhow. Strut. anyhow with Eric. Here's the thing with Hitman, and I'll tell you, it's definitely a good game. And for people who aren't into video games, I promise we'll be we'll move on from this in a minute. Maybe. But it's there are all these challenges on every location and i that speaks to my completely psycho completest ways Mm -hmm. because i mean there's so many and i will not leave a level until i've done them all (laughs) and some of them are like so ridiculously hard to get and i try as long as i can to not look them up it's, you know, mm. like no, no guides, no help. We're such the opposite in that regard. And, <laughs> I'm like, give me the guide. I'm going to get this done. Well, and it's, sometimes you just have to. Yeah. But man, I mean, like. Still fun. Either way. Like, I just had one where, oh gosh, what did I have to do? So you had to, these two sisters, you got to wipe them out. And one of them, you have to dress up as this girl's boyfriend. And then choke her with this necklace and just all this stuff, man. I I don't know. I just that it speaks to me. It speaks to my crazy <laughs> ways. I can't do it, but it's so hard. I've got to finish. I just like I just did this one where you're in. It's at this <laughs> bank in New York. What a fucking statement. And and you only have one target to eliminate, but you also have to find all this information, mm-hmm. right? right? Yeah. So one of the challenges, and they, they, the information on it, they list it as redacted, so it doesn't tell you exactly what it is. It just gives you a name and a picture, and you mm-hmm. have to guess what that means based on the picture. And there was mm-hmm. one where you had to get up in this lady's office and shoot these pigeons that are stuck inside this bank, because that happens in big, high-ceiling build, buildings. Yeah, and yeah, you just have to get up there and look for these pigeons and ice them. <laughs> That's the challenge. But the thing you is, kill you d- pigeons, you pest control gentlemen. You don't know that that's the challenge. Most f- expensive fucking pest control guy ever. <laughs> but yeah, those pigeons had it coming. Agent forty-seven. You got to get dude the, was, this. that client was so pissed they had to hire the best. Like there's there's all these different disguises you have to tr- put on to. Uh, just to kill the to, fucking pigeons? Well, to, no, to get the challenges. There's like 19 disguises, that it, but they don't tell you what they are. You just have to figure it out. And so you're like, like, hey, dress as a McDonald's drive-through delivery guy. Take an order for a, a Big Mac. Then go get 
knock out the electrician across the street, put his like overalls on, climb the power pole, get on the ceiling, change into a maintenance worker for the hotel and then kill fucking pigeons. That is basically (laughs) the gist of how the game works. Yes. But then there's the suit only silent assassin (laughs) challenge where you don't change clothes at all. Nice. And you have to sneak past everybody. And what ends up happening. That speaks to me. Is you have to subdue tons of them to get it because you'll never make it past. And so, like this one was the silent assassin suit only or silent sniper assassin. Mm. And you have to go in with this silent sniper rifle. And one of the people, it's impossible to snipe them from any distance because what the thing is, their body can't be found. Mm. So, what you have to do is sneak into their office and wait for them. (laughs) <laughs> and then when they get there, you shoot them with this sniper rifle from point blank range. <laughs> and Amanda walks in just in time to see, or, or sometimes you knock them out. Did you shoot him in the cock? Sometimes you <laughs> knock them out first. Yeah. And then shoot him in the head. And she's like, I didn't even know she came down here. And she's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> right. As you did that. Yeah. And I'm like, did you have headphones on? No, no. Like, this is a documentary. Anyhow, <laughs> so let's talk about Star Wars a little bit. I'm watching Narcos, Amanda. I'm just playing it. So if you, if you like I was saying, if you subscribe to Star Wars Insider, well, I got bad news for you. You're being ripped off. Uh-huh. It's nothing but an ad for Tops because that's who manufactures that magazine. But anyhow. Yeah, man. It ain't no Nintendo power. I'll tell you that. That is for true. Uh, they had announced in there that the Bad Batch season two this spring, what? no no date past that, but yeah, this spring already. So that sp- means May. Mm. Knowing Star Wars Insider, though, it could be just an old ad from the last uh, the last season. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're probably right, actually, because that matches up in my mind. Maybe this did that up, come may- out in April last year. <laughs> Maybe just put it up there to feel like they had some kind of they had they had, they had a blank space. They just put something there. They didn't have, they didn't have enough ads. How dare you? <laughs> uh, it, there was also some casting news for Ahsoka, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Who? Just kidding. And uh, <laughs> anyway, the Hollywood Reporter. So, like I said, man, I'm not real hip on spoilers, but this was THR, so it's pretty legit. And uh, I yeah, would consider I, that I believe she was the lady from Birds of Prey, the, the, the Harley Quinn movie. I believe she was in there. She was yeah, really I think that. you're right. I think you're right. She was good in that. If She's only we had some sort mm. of Search machine. Oh, star- staring at three. Oh, three she, you know what? Water. She was Ramona in Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh, yeah. The, bur- the blue hair girl? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that she was, yes, in uh, Birds of Prey. There we go. I yeah. thought that was her. See, I didn't need to look it up, Eric, because I have knowledge, okay? Well, That's there you happened. go. <laughs> there the- I love the responses. Well, there you go, dumbass. You can't shake me, man. <laughs> but, but the real news... The real Star Wars news, <laughs> the stuff that matters the most to me personally. Yes. Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga, confirmed. Confirmed. 
April Good. 5th release. I'm sorry, for our Australian friends and those in uh, <laughs> other, so, and our military friends, that's 5 April <laughs> for you. But yeah, finally. And they had a pretty ABS long. At 1500. They, they had a pretty long gameplay trailer. It was that, like six minutes or something? Yeah. And th- the the improvements and additions they've made to the game. Now, Henry and I busted out Lego Force Awakens, just kind of like to get us prepped up. And there's a lot of stuff in that game that took the Lego stuff to another level. Yeah. But this did. is even higher, man. There's it just it looks really good. And I suspect that it's gonna be a lot of fun. And I can't wait to get it. I considered getting the physical edition because it comes with a little Luke Skywalker minifig that's got, and he's got like blue milk with him. Yeah. It was like $120 or something. No, it's 70 bucks. Oh, is it? But, but the thing is because we're a multi Xbox family, if I buy a digital version of a game, we can all play it simultaneously Mm -hmm. on the two machines. Because whoever is the head of the family, the home Xbox, can anybody logged into the home Xbox that's part of the Xbox family, which Mm -hmm. costs nothing, Mm -hmm. they can play any of your games. Hmm. So they're networked. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, and it's, I don't mean us playing together, like online. I just mean they have full access rights to any of these games at any time the same way I do. Yeah. As the owner, the content owner. It has to be on the home Xbox, the one designated home. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. And so if I buy it digitally, it, it, the deluxe edition is the same price digitally as the physical edition. But then, like, Henry could be upstairs playing it, and I could be down here playing it without mm-hmm. buying it twice. Yeah. That's awesome. And what? And without having direct interaction next to your kid, because fuck that. Oh, God. <laughs> Dude. His thing is he gets these games and grinds them. Yeah. He's obviously yeah. my son. He uh, 100, like I told you guys, he 100% of Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking 100% all of the Xbox achievements and all of the in-game requirements. Yeah. and. Oh my gosh, dude. The kid is a machine. Now, the problem is, I told him, listen, if we played Lego Skywalker Saga and you watch any YouTube videos of the gameplay and already know how to do it, that is the end. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem with my kid, is like I said before, is, is, is the YouTube tutorials. He just will just watch on his tablet or whatever of all these games he plays. So, so, so you start playing with him. He's like, well, you're not supposed to do it that way. I'm like, excuse me? I've been playing games since uh, 30 years ago. So I don't know how you, who you think you are coming in at oh, me. Yeah, and he's like, well, I saw online that you're supposed to go this. I'm like, well, let's just see if the, the old way of doing it yourself. <laughs> Dude, Henry work. and I had this exact same conversation <laughs> yeah. today. Well, yeah. Dad, blah, 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 blah. And I said, you listen to me. <laughs> if I want to put uh, whoever I was being, if if I want to put Chewbacca over here, that's what yeah. I'm going to do. I'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Dang it. And if, not, I'll, and, 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 and if not, I'll button mash until the controller breaks. That's how it works. That's how it works. <laughs> now, Dallas, are you going to get this game? 
No, probably not. But I would kill to have my son talk to me as much as yours does. <laughs> He's a full-on teenager right now, and I'm his enemy number one. Aww. I looked at him the wrong way today and got fucking skinned alive. But anyway. <laughs> and and the horrible thing is that he could murder you. That's the worst thing because he's oh, huge. Yeah. You know, you'd like, like, he'd, like, you're like, I got I to gotta discipline him, but like, how far can I go? <laughs> oh, man. Have you guys ever had a day where how far is you literally far? My started? My murders me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Have you had one of those days where like literally you start no trouble, but everybody starts trouble with you in the family? Yeah. yeah. That's been my last two weeks. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. But I mean, that's what happens. But yeah, I, I, I had the same mentality with my brother. Like, like I'll argue with him and then. And then he'll get to the point where he wants to fight me. And I'll say, we're not going to fight. And I'd be tough about it. But inside of my, please don't swing your gigantic rock size hands on my head, please. Because <laughs> he's like, he's like six, five and he weighs, and he weighs probably like 50 pounds more than me. And he's just, he's just, he's a tree, he's a walking tree trunk. I'm like, just please. I know we have different fathers. So you have this ginormous advantage over me, but please get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> I don't want to die. <laughs> Yeah, man. Because 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 when you're small like that, you have to immediately realize, okay, I can just kick him in the side of the knee, and this is all over with. But then, I, then that's also my brother, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and it's my child, so I'm definitely not gonna. Yeah, do you know. That. Yeah, and ruin, ruin his ruin, ruin <coughs> his professional jail. aspects. <laughs> go to jail. Yeah, and forget man. that. <laughs> this is I, Utah, man. What? You beat a kid, you gone. <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> Bespin Bulletin. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot go to your website anymore. What? Why, Why is that? The virus? No. There's an ad at the a banner ad at the top. Okay. And it's like something, something, most realistic video game, so on and so on. I click on it. Oh, you fool. Are you ready for this? Oh no. It is called Virtual Mate. The most realistic virtual partner game. <laughs> and it comes with this thing. And I'm like, what is that? Like a emotion no. sensor? No. Oh, it sort of is. No. <laughs> no. But it's a flashlight. No. Oh no. It connects to your computer via Bluetooth, I guess. And right. any <laughs> our actress. Any celebrity or virtual character who authorizes U.S. copyright could be your virtual mate. Are you ready no. for the line? Hold on. No, Where did no. it go? No. No. Hold on. Unprecedented bionic interaction technology. Oh, yes. Hold on. <laughs> After two years of trial and error, we have successfully created the world's first human-computer interaction interface core, in quotation marks, equipped with a smart, patent-pending layer, which integrates multiple micro-intelligent real-time sensors. Core, in quotation marks, collects your motion data, passed onto Wait, your... Hold what? on, hold on. Collects your motion data, passed onto your virtual mate via Bluetooth. She perceives your depth, speed, and strength, <laughs> responding no. in awe-inspiring... No. Real world, no, or are are all inspiring real time. That's 
What the F, David Blaine? <laughs> okay. Number one, I thought you were going to say something that I thought would be worse than that, and it turned out to be not as bad. And it's like the dude from 311 saying Taylor Swift wasn't any. No, 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 no. That, 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 that was a 311. No. Oh. No, the one happened today. Oh, today, a, yeah, that yeah, guy. It was yeah. Daniel. Uh, yeah, the lead singer of the Gorillas. Albarn, Albarn. Yeah, yeah. what yeah, a David douche, Daniel. man. Yeah, right. I thought you were going to say something about that, and then you like but, went to the measure your motion, depth, and length, and girth, and I am curious though. Beat up the sides. How deep you going? Well, I mean, I mean, we all know how um, ads tend to work on the internet. I'm so just curious um, if you were to have a. <laughs> Have a have a Google search history or cookies uh, thing go up? Would, would would that come up in your search history? Is you that not why you have got your tracking off, Eric, on your settings on your phone? <laughs> Are you trying to go all digital in every way? Oh, what's going on? That's I'm bookmarking this. <laughs> well, to be honest, mine would be butt plugs. So let's just whatever. Listen, you know how I feel about that stuff <laughs> oh my god i there's a there's a, a video and the, uh, the ceo is walking down the street holding uh, the thing in his hand proudly just like yes I, like 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 will ferrell and stepbrothers carrying the, the toilet paper yeah i, I <laughs> we gotta talk about something else i <laughs> can we name this episode you know how I feel about butt stuff. <laughs> no, no, no. What's the thing called? Maybe we'll get an ad, get some ad money. What's oh my god, called? dude, that would be. <laughs> dude, so- I take their money. Fuck off. Let's well, do the sex toy well, game. What is it? Virtual what? What is it? Uh, hang Cock on, Cockmaster. It's called Virtual <laughs> Mate. The virtual first mate. virtual intimacy. They're keeping system. it tasty. Not like, hey, we're gonna measure your pleasure. <laughs> this is. What a scene, man. <laughs> Golly. What are, you what are you watching? Demonstration videos of some dude just going to pound town with no, his no, hand no, no. into a this machine is, who's simulating I, I thought I rented Lars and the Real Girl. What's this? <laughs> oh, God. Almighty. Have you I, seen that movie, by the way? That's a great movie. It's I, hilarious. I feel like I'm dying inside. <laughs> I um uh, I I I I did read something today because somebody somebody shared a post that like the that time no I forget who it was it was some bigger magazine that said that said that we we would be having sex with uh, robots or like uh, androids whatever within ten years and that was in 2015 and they retweeted and they they retweeted it they said how's this going. <laughs> <laughs> they retweeted and said, how's this going? Yeah. That, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah, like, legendary. That's no, legendary. No, 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 no. He goes, he, he says, checking in on this. This is what he said. Oh, even better. <laughs> even better. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Well, apparently, my, apparently my, my friend, the time is now. <laughs> good Lord. This is. Uh, you know, okay, I. I'm only I'm not shaming. Because, I'm not what, shaming people want to do it. I'm only, I, it's it's just funny the way the whole thing came about. That's what's funny about it. Uh, yeah. It, thanks, Best from Bulletin. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, just, actually, but, thanks. I mean, get, get thank you, thank you. You have saved my marriage. Thank you. Um, <laughs> oh my god. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to be sponsored by them, but I would take the remote controls with the vibrating eggs. We could get sponsored by them <laughs> before that. Oh my I don't goodness. know, man. I think. I think. I think virtual mates the wave, man. You got. You got. You got. You got to ride while the iron's hot. You want. Hey, virtual mate, read it. Reach out to us. We got thirteen downloads. Egg-shaped butt butt plugs are our tales old as time. Since we've had eggs, they've been going up our butts. So, like, that's just all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, chicken, I'm gonna try this the opposite way. No, I mean, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure there's been all kinds of variations of egg sizes (laughs) implanted. Will it break? Will it break? Like a game? (laughs) Will it break? (laughs) Sorry. What has happened? So, what is the bad motivators, bad motivators, a sex toy podcast. <laughs> I'm telling you, Lord. I'll take that. I'll I'll take that dildo money. Don't think I won't. I would in a heartbeat. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'm no like freaking class. What are you yeah, talking I'm, about? <laughs> no no honor. <laughs> well, I wish so book I, of Boba Fett. Book, um, yeah, I, I I genuinely <laughs> wish I hadn't seen this. <laughs> But yeah, we'll have, we'll have, we'll have to make sure that to, to to tag Bestman Bulletin in our in our in our show tweet. Say thank you for the for the you valuable us, valuable valuable content you provided us this you week. You gave us fifteen <laughs> minutes of fucking awful content. Yeah, that's. But thank you. That is freaking. <laughs> Eric is beside himself, everybody. I wish you could see his face. He's just yes. like, he, oh, he doesn't he know what to do. Lost. Because in his mind, Star Wars content should be Thanksgiving dinner with the beautiful turkey, and we are serving fez- or uh, you know, No, 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 no. You know what he looks like? He looks like the first time, like when you're 18, and the first time you go visit like the porno section in a movie store. He's just like, this is a real thing? This, this is really here? <laughs> this is kinda, all here? That's kind of fair. <laughs> Or like in the 90s when he went to an arcade. Went, What's it feel like? What are these people doing in these booths? <laughs> All right. Let's settle down. All right. Just settle down. Um, okay. So anyway, let's talk about the book of Boba Fett. What the F, man? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Remember when I said the show couldn't get any worse? Yeah. Well, I it turns out you wrong. were super wrong. Yeah. Fucking wrong. I shouldn't have said shit. Um, so anyhow. The Book of Boba Fett. First of all, a co- The Coming Storm, that is a great title. And it's just completely ironic now, considering right? what we it just got C-U-M-M, done It was C-U-M-M, I believe how they spelled it. I-N-G. It was not. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah. Anyhow. Um, what'd you guys think of this one, man? So, I have heard people say to me, who are friends of mine locally, who are Star Wars fans, not on the level of, like, knowing everybody's name, but more than casuals, but not, you know, listening to Star Wars podcast level, collecting. Uh, They've all said, oh, I was losing the show until this episode. The show was losing me until this episode. Oh. I've heard that from more than two people. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Huh. I wonder why that is. They say they say why. I I think it's because since they're not, you know, consuming every piece of visual content there is, like we do, the three mm-hmm. of us do. Because um, we're used to like rebels, you know what I mean. Rebels will build up to something, and then they'll give us like a yeah. waypoint episode. And this was a waypoint episode. This is the sum of all the other three. Hey, we've we're now we're going to this direction. We've mm-hmm. done these flat like it just 
gave a bunch of continuity to what they'd already done in the previous three. And as I was rewatching it tonight, my mom has only seen the first episode. So she was folding clothes and stuff. And she happened to like, just kind of, she kept asking me questions. I'm like, ah, man, if you'd just seen these other two episodes, you know what I mean? In my mind, I'm thinking that, and I'm explaining it to her. I'm like, go back and watch. Cause they really like covered this, but it was a nice, uh, crescendo to borrow from Eric's profession. Uh, <laughs> It was a nice crescendo to the small little bit of buildup they've done in these other chapters. And I was really happy with it. I mean, it had a little bit of everything. I mean, first and foremost, seismic charge shit. Mm-hmm. Let's not talk about anything. You know, like if that's not number one on your list from this chapter, I don't know what's wrong with you. I'm sorry if, if you didn't I think mean, that was the best part. I mean, fucking God. We got the sound and it killed the Sarlacc. I mean, what a way to kill a fucking Sarlacc. I didn't see that coming. I thought he'd just shoot a missile in its throat. But not to mention just but the. But to jostle it and she's fighting to push the button, you know? So like, I'm saying, I'm saying, but I'm saying like, but, but like just the. Um, the wherewithal to think that, that you're tilted at just enough angle where it'll pop out and then roll off into the hole and not like get stuck in your ship and then explode. I think those are all like time releases or something. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. And that added that extra little bit of suspense. Oh, God. What the fuck is it going to go to? And we you're know like, that the like, ship this, doesn't blow up. She was just like, this is, like, this is the only option we have. We, we either do this or it yanks us down or rips us to shreds. So here we go. <laughs> but it was cool. And I, I also think it was cool just talking about that scene while we're at it that he doesn't realize the Jawa still is shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, he he just thinks he woke up with the sand people. Like they've shown us that. Uh the other part I like to see the Rancor when they were having the meeting and the claws come up through the grate. <laughs> that was really rad. And he gives him a moha a tomahawk steak. Here you go, man. Here's a twenty-five dollar cut of beef. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, uh, Having it, I never even thought about it being able to reach up there, right? Yeah, so I'm like, like, is it full size and they're just calling it a calf, like, like, or is it like climbing up the wall, just being like, hey, motherfucker, you know, we'll just <laughs> leave it to what our imagination, but either way, like, wasn't that cool? Like, he didn't even have to like threaten them, it was just like, <laughs> yeah, the thing was like, it could sense, like, yeah. and it played on that whole thing Danny Trejo was talking about in the previous chapter. Yeah. Like, so that was kind of a cool, subtle tie into all that stuff Danny Trejo was talking about in the previous chapter. And then um, before we leave that scene, what alien race is those dog dudes? Uh, the whole time today, rewatching it, I'm like, God, what are these fuckers? And I wanted to look it up, but I got busy. Um, I, I don't know. Is it the Clatoonians? Because we had Transdosians there and then the Walrus dudes and those dog face motherfuckers look like they should have their own alpo commercial because they're so I'm handsome it up. for dogs i don't know i don't know what they're called and then what did you guys think about uh kind of them wrapping up the hey how did what did boba fett exactly do for fennec to get into the life debt and then how did that all play out and it's kind of cool to see that they're kind of partners they're not yeah. You know, Boba Fett's the face of the organization, but like Fennec is kind of the muscle slash, like, I'm in control too. I'm the vice president of this shit. Well, I mean, she's not just the muscle. He told her specifically, I need somebody who's strong and smart. Yeah. Who's, who's smart. I need brains and muscle, I believe. Is yeah. Yeah. Says. Like, like, like he needs to be like the face of it, but he really needs her to like support him because, yeah. Because, I mean, he's, he's really leaning on, 
like, hey, like I like I I literally saved your life. Like you were dead in the desert, and I had robo guts put in you, which was cool to see it happen. In this one, that- dude, I loved that music when he was like working on her and all those wild like sounds and the look of his like his hair and his costume. That's like a, all his little that's tools a professional and shit. musician. Oh, is it? Yeah, um, I forget. It's it it's like something cat. I forget what he goes by. Thundercat. He, Thundercat. But he's but he's a bass player, right? Huh. I, I think that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just lastly on my part, you guys speak obviously. Um the scene with Black Chrysanthemum in the bar in the club mm-hmm. where he gets pissed at the transdungeons, like just winning all this money. He's just he's just drinking, just drinking, just pissed. You know, you can tell he's like that guy in the bar. It's just like raging over somebody you don't like that he knows mm-hmm. is over there having a good time throwing darts or whatever. Just sit in your angry chair. Oh, yeah, man. He was just getting that. Whoever's the actor in that costume, like the whole scene when she's t- the club owners talk, trying to calm him down, not tear off the transdosian's arm. Yeah. Like, like his eye movement, like the second time watching it, like he's nailing the Peter Mayhew, um, Jonas, like vibe he's a different character but using the eyes without speaking to act it, it, that whoever's doing that and i'll have to look it up god they're doing a great he's job a, it's a he's a black man i do know that i i, I looked him up recently i came remember. Well, he's killing it man that Dude, scene yeah. he was killing it and i loved the speech the club owner's giving and she basically gives him the option hey I'll pay off your tab if you don't tear this motherfucker's arm off. And he like <laughs> he looks in the the transdosian's face and he's like, "It's so worth it." And then fucking rips his arm off. That was so good. If the there hadn't been, a, sorry, the actor name been, is is uh, Carrie Jones. Oh, okay. We'll have to look up see what he's been in. But uh, if there hadn't been a, a seismic charge, that scene in the club would have been number one for me. Yeah. Anyway, what'd you guys think? Well, I mean, plus you got. You got uh, the uh, patron saint of hotness guarding over that place. Jesus Christ, dude! I they had a, they, they had they, they had to up it up a level this week. Good lord! Yeah, her outfit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, are you a thirst trap for Twi'leks? <laughs> I mean, I think the whole place is a, is a, is the thirst trap of Twi'leks. Yeah. If you're Twi'leks. into buff male Twi'leks, man, they, those dudes are all dude. like cut up. Like, I mean. Is that place a brothel? Are they like? like a, I, it feels I, like a Western saloon, right? Yeah. A little bit, but both uh, ways, maybe. not just females. I mean, but, I'd like to think that that's not um, the case. You know, I don't know, it, man. I mean, I, I, that it, place it, must be bringing in some money because they got Star Tours robots to become gambling dealers. <laughs> I mean, that place definitely feels like a place where people are banging upstairs. It definitely is what it feels right? like. Right? Like an old West like saloon. Yeah. Like yeah. people banging but, upstairs, but, but, but like, cars but like, down but like the floor. They're getting, but like maybe it's a nice one. Maybe they're not, they're not like slaves. Maybe, maybe they maybe they want to have that job and they're just really good at it. They're getting paid yeah. nicely for it, you know? Oh, and also Max Rebo confirmed alive. So yeah, they'll escape the fucking. Hit it, Max. That was great. Hit it, Max. Watch it, watch it be like, no, 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 no. His whole species first name is max that they all go by max <laughs> but like he's he's max chibo <laughs> oh, good max chiba chew <laughs> um no no i had heard a theory that was more ridiculous than that this week okay he got off on 
just before it got blown up because he <laughs> saw when, saw when Jabba got choked out, he was like, I'm the fuck out of here. And he <laughs> snuck out into the desert with Bib Fortuna. Yeah. I'm like, well, they obviously survived, so I'll buy that for a dollar, I guess. I saw I saw uh when 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 they when they first showed him <laughs> when they first showed him in like episode two or whatever it was. Maybe maybe it was episode one, I can't remember. It's chapter one, man. It was it yeah. chapter one, yeah. Ever since that happened, there was a, there's been several different variations of it, but where they have the they show the explosion of Jabba's sail barge, and they always show him like in his little, in his little like little organ thing, like flying away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that meme. <laughs> so, but, but, but like some were still photography, some were like video. He's like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah uh, that's why that's why I imagine happened. Or maybe he anyway. just can't be killed. Maybe he's immortal. What did you think, Eric? Uh, I loved this episode. So. It, Episode four now and episode two are my favorites. And I think maybe this one was my favorite. I dug the realness of Boba Fett's struggle. And he goes in to get the ship out of the hangar. And he can't get it to turn around. Because it's it, that that is just how it really goes. I can't see <laughs> because if everything was easy, because that's one of the things people have joked about with the ship. It's like, how on earth do you do anything in that thing? Right. It's the most odd shape. Like, and, and they got it in this tiny hangar. When when the dr- little droid goes through there, and it shows how small it is. Didn't you just think, oh my god? Yeah. I there. I really dug the. Uh, the whole scene in the kitchen with that rat catcher oh. droid and all of that and the the whole Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark bit where the droid is spinning its knives around and all this stuff and she just comes up and puts that like the acid thing on its neck. Gives it the Colombian necktie <laughs> yeah. version of a droid kill. I thought that was great. And that was awesome. Yeah. The like I said, just the plight. Now the stuff that they did with the trans, the Trandoshans in the bar. So I was wondering. I went back and watched that a couple times to see if he, Kersantan, uh, had seen them cheating or, or something, and mm-hmm. that's what set him off. Or if it's, and then on the Sith list this past week, Sal was the guest, and Sal Paralis of the Rogue Rebels podcast. And he was talking about which, and reminded me that the tr- the tran- Trandoshans were Wookiee slavers. They, yeah, and if you remember, the the one yeah. brings a Wookiee pelt as tribute on the first yeah. episode, and yeah. and they mentioned the Huts mentioned selling Kersantan back to the gladiators and all this. So I believe this is in the comics, correct, Luke? Well, I mean, yeah, but it's, but it's also been in the show. Yeah. But I mean, like the Wookies and the Transdosians. Well, that was in Clone, Clone, Wars. Was Clone Wars. Oh, Clone yeah. Wars. That's I mean, and they is. were they were even like I mean they they would even hunt them. They would bring them. They like, they would like do that that predator style thing with the, yeah. the, where they would so, bring so, them in. In other words, it makes sense what Sal said. Oh yeah, you know they, I mean? they have like, there's natural enemies of them because they're he's savage, drinking. They're, the Transdotians are a savage race of people, just, right? Eric, he's drinking, getting drunk. Sees yeah, them. yeah, sees them. It, you know, living it up and carrying on and all yeah, of that. It's like it's like getting real drunk at a bar and seeing your girl with a, with her new guy, and you're just like, "Fucking, come up in my bar." Yeah, <laughs> I'll show you a thing or two. I just got out of a rancor pit, and these motherfuckers are just getting all this money. <laughs> Fuck them. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, Eric, I, I'm I'm curious to know what your thoughts have been about the music so far. Yeah, uh, I really think it's cool that they're taking chances with it. Yeah, because they sort of they sort of have to. Mm-hmm. It's just not sustainable to to always have like the whole um, orchestral score. And all mm-hmm. of that, and the, like that, really wouldn't fit the mood of some of this. And so, yeah. just doing it the way they have, I think, is really cool. And I, some of it surprises me. And I like on the surface, if you would have asked me what I thought about it before, I don't know that I would have dug like that whole techno thing. Mm. But we, you mean you mean you mean in the in the droid. Part the, store? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, because it starts out with this bass line that, quite frankly, sounds like my friend Jordan. He's <laughs> like, "Oh, I wonder if they got him for this session because he's just a monster." It also could be Thundercat. Oh, that could be. Yeah, I wonder if it's his stuff. I, I mean, I have a feeling it had to. If he is involved in it, it, it was working with Ludwig. So, I mean, like, there's, you know, what I mean. I, I'd be curious to look, look, look that up. Are, are, there, are they still releasing the, doing the the weekly release of the tracks from the show? You know, yeah. I have no idea. Cause that, I that don't would, either. Because I'd be curious to see if like his name was on there or something. Well, yeah. speaking of music, what'd you think about that music at the very end of the episode when they talk about hiring muscle? Oh, yeah. So if, for people who don't know, I mean, they they totally hit you over the head. With with a sledgehammer, yeah, on a railroad spike. I the, mean that blunt, right? Yeah, this is guess who it is, and in a very good way. No complaints here. That so, I've been talking to some people, and they have some interesting <laughs> theories about that. What's what may be coming next? I want to know what your thoughts are, though. What what do you think? He next was getting movie? there. Oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. That's okay. My bad. So you know, plainly, it's going to be uh, Din Jarn because they play the Mandalorian theme. That the, gotta be. How do they not play it and then like don't he doesn't show up? <laughs> that uh, G minor seven at eleven chord that's in there. That 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 arpeggio that it's playing at the beginning, uh, yeah. That and I mean that's what you expect. Yeah, we remember hearing what sounds like his voice over the thing, uh, over the in the trailer, right? Yeah. But Wait, is, is this a song right here? Yeah. That the other one? Because that, 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 that says mod mod parlor. No, no, we're talking about whenever they say. We're talking about the end. Yeah, it's whenever they say, it, you, you just if you need muscle, you got to know where to look. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I meant like because we were talking about that bass line. It's stuck in my head. I apologize. But I talking about the end, and I got. You. I'm so sorry. Yeah, sorry. and they and they play the the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. Theme. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah, yeah. There's no there, there's no reason you're bringing out that uh, out that uh uh what what, what read read what that, what that what it is? Uh, it's a recorder. Yeah, 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 it's the bass recorder. There's no ring you're bringing that bass recorder off or anything, but to mention that the uh, Mando. I, I mean, if they're willing to go as far as giving out the hint of Spurs, <laughs> sure, yeah, surely, right. surely one hit us over the head with. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That turned out to be like 
a sledgehammer on a railroad spike too. <laughs> so, so one of, ahead, wait, real quick, one of the theories I heard this week was they were saying, "Hey, Mando's going to show up needing help with like whatever they're doing on Mandalore," mm-hmm. and Boba Fett's going to be like, "Hold on now, help me take care of this problem, and I'll come help you." Yeah, I mean that's a possibility. Be I think it'd be more of a. I think it'd be, I think it'd be more of a favor for a favor kind of deal. That's what of, I. That's probably more likely scenario. I, I don't. Like, I hey, don't I, think it'll be like. I don't. I don't think. I, I. I don't think Boba Fett's leaving that area until it's completely settled. And but then I don't know how it could be. You know what I mean? Like, for some reason, people seem to just want Tatooine. So there's. Um, Which that. is weird. Yeah. I want an environmental disaster planet with all kinds of trappings. <laughs> now, I, one thing I do wonder is how long ago did the oceans dry up? I don't how know. Long, how long ago was that a thing? Right? Well, they clearly like moved on from hundreds, if not a thousand or many thousands of years since the oceans. Because, you know, you have this whole like race of Tuscan Raiders and then all these like definitely involved evolved animals that live in the sand and eat people and digest them over thousands of years. You know what I mean? Like it's definitely a highly evolved I have mammal a, base there. I have a, I have a, 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 like a, like a real world uh, question on the, on the possibility of a moisture evaporator. Okay. Uh, do you think in general in the desert there's enough moisture in the air to capture it with something? I think you could in the morning based off of condensation, but like beyond that, do you think? Do you think well, like, you know, like I'm I'm, I'm trying okay. to make a like a real world thing into like well, Star Wars. You know, I'm just curious. I'll, I'll tell you this: I live in a very dry climate. It's yeah. very humid right now because it's cold, and yeah. we're getting moisture from storms yeah it's the most moisture we get and if you recall in a new hope uncle owen says i only need him for a couple more seasons yeah so maybe there's only a few months in the planet's orbit cycle that they can harvest the moisture which is why maybe uh bill dotrieve selling the water for fucking crazy prices (laughs) (laughs) oh bill (laughs) i love steven root so don't take that the wrong way i just love that he was Bill Dotree because I love Bill Dotree. So that's the best job. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I always, always thought about that. Like, cause I always, I always feel like it would have been easier to capture the moisture from under the ground. That's why, that's why I, that's why I imagine most of it would be, but maybe, but maybe, but maybe, they're, maybe they're not, they're not trying to fuck with the aquifers. I got no idea. <laughs> but maybe I mean, that's a I, solid question. Yeah, oh yeah, dude. I mean, is it groundwater, like, too, part of it? Who knows? I don't know. There's got to be groundwater. There's got to be water somewhere. How, how, how can how you have, have atmosphere? How can you have water on, a, on a, a planet at all if there's no water on the planet? It's got to have some kind of point to the plot because they keep mentioning it, and I've it, never mentioned it before. It, is, it, like, is it like it all went into the air, but like, it, but like, but like the air is somehow – so thick on there but it can't i don't i don't i don't i don't know it's fucking weird can, can we talk about the pikes wanting to start business in tatooine by the way because like i can't wrap my mind around this 
it's like saying somebody saying, I got the best cocaine. Let's go to Libya. <laughs> Syria. No, let's go to Syria. That's a better example. Okay. You got ISIS there. Oh, cocaine will sell like crazy there. Let's go. Because uh-huh. okay. that's that's basically what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. We Nobody's get- got money. Nobody's got jobs. They've already kind of – it's kind of odd that they're getting in there. So I wonder if the water thing has something to do with it. You mean like maybe he's being like – leaned on by the pikes to sell his, his water at a higher well, not just house. him just i mean i wonder Everybody. if like spice isn't the end game for them yeah well i don't know people are making money because that that, that one place is just a beacon of hopping and hotness right? so i don't Mas know Espa. yeah it's so weird it's just so weird that they, that they have a place so nice like a like a cantina that nice I agree because like with Jedha, you understood it's like the holy city, you know, like people are going to want to be near the holy city. So they're going to open businesses there and it's going to be thriving. But even that, nothing, nothing, nothing on Jedha looked nearly as nice as, as that, that cantina. True. That cantina is pimp. I would hang out there. (laughs) I would feel like I'm underdressed when I walk in there. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty nice. Yeah. I, so my thing is, though, when when I asked about how long has it been since the ocean dried up, yeah, if it's fairly new, uh, and I don't mean, you know, let's say in the last thirty years, yeah. forty years, because of some, um, what's the word I'm looking for, like devastating event, yeah, yeah, then Natural disaster, meteor, yeah, so. If that's the case, then maybe that all that stuff's just a holdover. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's just it's just weird to think about having moisture evaporators on a pl- planet that doesn't shouldn't have any water, considering it's entirely desert. Just anyways, anyways, I know they found, I I know they found water crystals on Mars and everything else, so who knows? But um. Overall, I thought it was. I thought I thought the episode was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, that little the little Mando teaser, the end course is the best. Um, I'm really I, I, I even more so with than the Mando. Like, I like to see him come back in it. I really want to see what the hell's going on with that Rancor. I want to see. Oh. I want to see uh, when that when that boy is getting into service. And two, are they going to let it live? Because for God's sakes, let something live. Just, right. Just, just just let the Rancor live. Yeah, like, I mean, he, he, they keep talking about how he doesn't wear, ride the litter through town. Yeah. I, I gotta imagine he's riding the rancor through town at some point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because if you're if you're not gonna talk ride a show a, of strength, talk about it. Right, the litter is like a show of wealth. Yeah, riding a rancor is like I don't have to create fear. I'm fucking riding a rancor <laughs> like Darth Bane. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll literally come over and eat your house. Like just like. <laughs> Oh, he a calf, guys. He's going to get bigger. Let <laughs> I me mean, talk about a flex. Yeah. I, I'm curious. So we have three episodes left. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, you got to wonder, wh- how much are they going to wrap it up? Like, how fast will they go ahead and, and flip over the story and have it reach a resolve? Do you think, you know, we had heard the the powers that be, and I believe maybe Kathleen Kennedy even had said this, that this is like Mandalorian season 2.5. Yeah. 
Do you think that this story is going to continue in the next season of The Mandalorian, but it'll be focused around The Mandalorian? It's a possibility, and I wouldn't mind it, to be honest. I, I like the idea of these two shows crossing over into each other. They're in the same era. A lot of the things the characters have are the same goals. You know what I mean? Can, it can be easily made to not be boring. So I'm for it. Well, I, I thought you also would be for it would be Tamora Morrison because he it was interviewed recently saying that I think he would I think he would prefer what his role was in Mandalorian than what he's doing now because he was saying that like he feels like he has too that that like, like his character speaks too much so he 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 says that and he said he was trying to get more lines to Ming Na Wen you know like like there was, a, there was an interview with them they were talking about it. He's like, he's like, he's like, I want to be like more mysterious and brooding, you know, and stuff like that. And, and, and I agree with him. I think he should say a little less. And, and he wanted to give more dialogue to Ming Na Wen, like to be like the mouth of the organization, you know? And I, I think, and I felt like, it, and I felt like they, they were trying to do that in the beginning and they just, and then Bobo just kind of took it all over. Well, his I mean, ideals and whatnot. Th- he hasn't wasted any speaking. So I don't feel like he's talking too much, but no, I, think I don't he's either. Right. I'm saying Tamora Morrison does. So I'm no, saying I, agree with I him. think Tamora would love to carry on the character Boba Fett, but I think Say he would less. like it in. I think he would like it in more of a role like he had in The Mandalorian because he got to be the character and be the badass, but not like be in charge of all the decisions and like you know, you know what I mean. Like, you think he doesn't feel comfortable carrying? No, sure. no, not only that at all. I think I think he just he said literally for the character he feels that way. That's the, okay. It, I mean, that, I would I would agree with that. The character yeah. needs to be mysterious and stoic and calm and a presence and and and, and the thing that sucks about him saying that is that's been like what a lot of these like more volatile members of fandom have been talking about how they how they like they like neutered Boba Fett and whatever made him can't maybe have too many feelings and whatever and and everybody's, and everybody's like how are we to say before whether or not he had feelings like like well like, i'll tell you what like he said mention, three lines like i mean like I, I forgot to mention this earlier i really dug the scene with him letting the bantha loose yeah. get licked by the bantha i yeah. dug that scene and i'm sure the haters hated that fucking scene yeah yeah there's nothing the, wrong with making boba fett be uh, have humanity you know who? You know what? You know what? You know what? Other characters were like, like I, how many of Clint Eastwood's badass characters was he really kind to his horse or something exactly. like that? You know what I mean? Like that, it was just, exactly in that vein, and that's what I loved about it because I love all those old Clint Eastwood movies, even though I'm not a fan of the human being. Yeah, yeah, but it's just, it's just. You know, I'm saying like it's that whole mentality. Like if you get mad about that, like I don't know, whatever. But like they they say overall that he's 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 not quick enough to react, and he's instead sitting back and reminiscing about his feelings, what makes him the way he is and stuff like how dare a character evolve into something, how dare it become well, something with humanity in it. How does that, and, how dare and why automatically assume that's what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, uh, some of the best villains in any kind of story are the ones that use their intellect and yeah. don't, aren't quick to react. Yeah. So, well, I would think a world-class bounty hunter would be slow to react if it was warranted. I mean, I think that, you know, he's learned that, like, you have to balance all this out. Here, Here's the life I was leading up to this point, and here's what it got me, ultimately. 
yeah. right? Those, I mean, yeah. those are going to be the thoughts that you have. And as people, I don't know, mature, you start to realize that if you can meet people where they're at, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? If you can operate with the understanding that this is this person's motivation, if you can get in there and whether you think that's how they should operate or not is beside the point because that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. What matters is the fact that this is how they operate. Mm-hmm. And if you don't spend your time explaining to somebody how, why how you think how they feel is wrong and you just go in with the understanding that this is how they feel and I'm going to operate around that, you start to develop this thing of where you're more like thoughtful. And I don't mean thoughtful in a nice way. I mean that you're thinking more about this situation and instead of just shooting from the hip all the time, you're in the long game. because Yeah, more analytical. He doesn't want to live like he did. Mm -hmm. And I, I get it. I mean, well, like he says, he says, we're smarter than the people that are hiring us. I've seen too many of our kind, I think the line, something along the lines of, I've seen too many of our kind get killed over the stupidity and greed of others. Yeah. Something along those lines. Sounds about right. Something like that. I think it was, I mean, was was it with Black or Santa? Because he ended up hiring him this. No, that's the speech he's talking to Fennec. Yeah, he's talking to Fennec around the fire after he's had her fixed, and um, she's yeah, helped yeah. him get the the, yeah, the book right. in the Sarlacc. Yeah, that. But he also like had said to Black Chrysanthemum in Chapter Three, "Don't work for Skuggles." Yeah, and so when he hires him in this chapter, it was kind of nice because you like Boba Fett in a Skuggle. <laughs> well, depends on depends on who you ask, probably. Probably, yeah. but I think we could all agree that he kind of knows what his motivation. The viewer doesn't think so, you know. Mostly, I'm sure it's like fucking asshole. Hate him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there it was. Right on time for chapter five. Yeah, this will be out hours. Or you've already seen chapter five when this comes out. Yeah, yeah. I'm just really glad that we could we could be there Let's for hear. you and talk about last week's episode, but. That's but just how it know, goes. You know what though? It's it could be it could be, it could be another another good thing because maybe somebody wants to like absorb some book of book of Boba Fett stuff, but they're at work and they've not had a chance to watch chapter five yet. They don't, but they don't want to be spoiled. But they want to listen to talk about Boba Fett. Maybe like bad motivators are a week behind. We'll listen to them. That works. Or out. the non spoiler podcast from this. Or week's <laughs> they're like our buddy Turbo. And listens to us on the way to work right before the episode drops that he watches like as soon as it hits. There you go. So he's, he's get he's get he gets our extremely detailed analysis of the episode. Rich I mean, recap I mean, of how amazing, you know, like he just no feels stone so much left unturned. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We've already counted moment the, by moment breakdown. We've already counted the scales on the Rancor by this point. You know what I mean? So like just how would you tell we get, but that's what I'm, that's that's the hope I'm going to live on is that they <laughs> is they want they want to listen to Boba Fett stuff but they don't want to be spoiled by the new stuff yet. <laughs> well, Agreed. we can keep telling ourselves that it's a solid plan. I'm telling you, yeah. Gold. I'm going to go in with that. Uh, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Don't know. Naivety. Naivety. Naivete. 
naivete. Is that the word, Eric? I'm thinking of. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're just trying to say you're going to be naive? Is that what you're saying? That they are listening to us to <laughs> get is, the fix before I, they watch the new episode. I'm just going to pretend like they wait to hear this show before they watch the new episode, so that they get their okay, fix of bad okay. motivators takes. You could you you could have said you're going to you, you I yes I agree with you, Luke. Positive. <laughs> I'm going to be naive like you. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> there we go. Eric is happy to be here, guys. Oh, you got that right, Jack. <laughs> He's just been letting the the you know the insane people run the asylum. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right, people, listen up. So, after tell us what you thought about the next episode of the Book of Boba Fett before we even get to talk about it. There we go. That's there that's you go. All we can ask for. But uh, anyhow, you know the score, man. Check out patreon.com forward slash the bad motivators and uh, follow the show on Twitter at bad underscore motivators. We gave up on at bad motivators. This is never going to happen. And uh, check out the show description for merch. You should get some. It's pretty great. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I got a phone case finally that actually looks like mostly what I wanted. Yeah, they're like, like, yeah, when you put it on the template, right, it works well. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But anyhow, you're like, no, you sons of bitches are ruining it. Yeah. I'm sorry, Eric. That's totally my fault. But anyway, nah, it's no bigs, man. (laughs) But so, yeah, do all that stuff. And then, really, there's nothing left to say except this. Sweet, man. Well, hey, I think Taylor Swift is awesome. And until next week, we are out of here. Goodbye. Later. The bad motivators! <laughs>